Tyler Knott Gregson and Sarah Linden have called in to talk about North Pole Ninjas. Hello, how are you? Good. I Hi. Lo- I love this book. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. What What inspired you to create this book? Well, a few years ago, uh, around Christmas time, my kids, I noticed a trend with my kids and their friends. A bigger, better, I want more, I want this, I want that. And I decided that there needed to be something better out there. I needed to try something new. And so that night, the kids received a letter from Santa inviting them to be a part of his secret North Pole Ninja team. And the letter explained that they would receive a mission every day from then until Christmas. And the missions would have to be completed secretively, and they would be things for other people. And the kids absolutely loved it and jumped on board. Oh, I love it. And how did the two of you meet to collaborate on this? Sure. Yeah, Sarah and I, actually, we went to the rival high schools in our (laughs) tiny little town, and somehow our paths never officially crossed in person until about, uh, I think, about eight years ago. And I ended up taking um, some family photos for her for the holidays. And at the time, I was a photographer, and I knew she was a photographer, so I asked for her help shooting a wedding later on in that year. And we shot that first wedding together, and we had so much fun doing it that we decided to create a company. And still to this day, we have the the photography company. It's called Treehouse Photography. And we travel all over the world shooting weddings and people and commercial and fashion and just about anything you can think of. And so, yeah, we've been friends. And and once Sarah came up with this idea, her kids were actually over at my house a day or two after she kind of started experimenting with it. And they noticed another holiday book, and they said, well, wait, why isn't there a North Pole Ninja story? I don't understand. And she kind of gave me this glance, and I knew that it meant I had to write it, and I had to write it quickly. (laughs) So I wrote it that night, and we've tweaked it together and just have kind of run with it from there, and it's been an absolute blast. You know, and sometimes with the holidays, people get a little down. I mean, the theme of my show, Get the Funk Out, you know, people get a little down, and... It does. It makes you feel incredible when you uh, stop thinking about your own stuff and you go out and you help other people. Definitely, and you know, kids inherently have that in them. They just, they just aren't given the opportunity really a lot of times to to explore that. And I think that this book and these missions really help with that because, like you said, it when you do something to make someone else smile, there's nothing else in the world that feels like that. And kids absolutely light up when they do something for someone else. And these little missions give them that opportunity every day if you want um, for the kids to do something for someone else. Oh, I know. My daughter did uh, community service last week through her school, and then she was saying they baked over 500 pies for Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, wow. To donate. And, and uh, I was so glad to get her into that, you know, focus of doing community service because it's so important. It is, and I think you, you hit on something really important. I think the holidays are a time where it can be very alone and it can be very lonely. And I think, like you said, sometimes the best way to get out of that pattern is mm-hmm. to, to get away from the introspection and start looking outward. Yeah. And I think that's what we've seen that was kind of a surprising, and we didn't expect it, side effect of this is it's not just the kids that benefit. Um, we've seen everyone that we've spoken to and that we've tried it with in the years before we came out with this was the parents and the adults really took off with it too. And a lot of times they ended up having the same amount, if not leaps and bounds more fun than the kids did getting into it and, and trying to be secretive and sneaky. And so, yeah, I think like you said, 
for a time where you do want to get the funk out, yeah. this is a perfect way to do so, and it doesn't really matter how old you are. And also, I mean, being an adult, you forget how to have fun and play, and and we get so focused on whatever holiday you celebrate, it gets a little intense. And so if you can, you know, deflect on the focus of materialism and off, you know, onto how, what can I do for somebody else? Definitely, and they can be so much fun, especially, like Tyler said, the parents, or older siblings, or whoever might do this with the kids. It's funny, you don't, as adults, we don't usually, like, dive behind bushes and hide from people as we (laughs) deliver cookies, and this is something that kind of encourages that, and encourages teamwork between families, and, you know, instead of thinking about, oh, shoot, I need to spend this much money and go get this big, next big gift, you're thinking about, okay, how are we going to sneak this to the neighbor's house without them seeing? And it, it just has turned into a really fun little experiment. Now, let's also talk about these great illustrations, the art by Piper. How do you pronounce Piper's last name? You know, it's really funny. She lives in Montreal, and so we have never heard her pronounce her own oh, last name. Okay. So we, we think it's Thibodeau or Thibodeau. We're not quite positive how she pronounces it, um, and it just kind of goes to show you know, the digital age where we can create something like this with someone and have no idea how to say their last name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The artwork is beautiful. She, she absolutely nailed it. Um, And we were so lucky The the team at Grosset and Dunlap and Penguin Random House, they really trusted Sarah and I from the beginning on kind of what our vision for this whole thing was. Mm -hmm. And so they would bring us artists. And I think we said no to 18 different artists. And these are amazing artists. And it just, none of them felt right. And then on the 19th try, when we were positive that they were just going to say, never mind, we don't want to work with you guys anymore, yeah. they brought us Piper. And the way that she used light and color and, I don't know, just created this overall magic feel was so exactly what we were hoping for. And so we both feel really, really fortunate that we were able to work with her. Well, as I mentioned, I read this, my kids were um, eat, finishing dinner, and I actually, I made them laugh because I, you know, they're older now, and I was like, I'm going to read you a story. <laughs> <They looked good. laughs> That's great. And they loved the artwork, and they were cracking up because some of the illustrations with the, the big eyes and the glasses, and, and it was so cute and so clever. Yeah, she really did an amazing job. It just made it, just makes it way more magical and more fun for everyone. Like you said, teenagers, adults, little kids, yes. everyone is drawn to it because it just, it seems magic. How did you come up with the idea of uh, Santa's sensei? Is it sensei? It is, yeah, yeah. sensei. How did you so come I've, up with that idea? Go ahead. Sure, sure, I've been Buddhist since I was about 12, and uh, I know Sarah's, both of Sarah's kids uh, were in martial arts for a time, and there's actually a, a man here in town that teaches our local martial arts, and his name is Kenji Nakagawa, mm-hmm. and he is just the kindest, most wise, gentle man that just embodies the peaceful spirit that, you know, I think people get mistaken when they think of martial arts. And so when we were coming up with this idea, we knew that we wanted something tangible that could be a daily reminder for the kids and for the family, something to look over that you can touch and hold and carry with you, that if you do forget to do something kind that day or if you do forget to pick a mission, Mm -hmm. it's so simple. You just glance over and you see this wise little sage sitting there and it's, it's very easy to just see and be like, oh, we forgot to do our mission today. And then you grab it and you go and you do something kind that you might not have otherwise done. Yes. And so that was what we wanted. We wanted, we wanted like a very wise guide to kind of come on this journey. 
Were there different versions of this book? Did it kind of evolve, you know, into let's have these cards and let's have actually a stuffed animal go along with the packaging, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when we first, when Tyler first wrote this story, you know, at midnight on his phone, (laughs) um, we've evolved a little bit from there. Uh, Penguin coming into the picture, they are amazing and so good at what they do. They definitely had some some different things that they wanted to try with it. And we were just so thankful that they were willing to take a chance on this, um, that we, you know, we were able to adapt and make sure that this was good for everyone that it was going to go out to. And I think the missions were something that I think when Sarah began this whole thing, experimenting with her kids first, the creation of the missions was one of the most challenging parts. And it was, it was tough because some nights she was tired, some nights she didn't have a lot of time. And so to come up with all these different missions leading into the holiday was kind of a challenge. And I think Penguin and, and us at the very beginning knew that in order to make this accessible for anybody to try it, the missions had to be there because then it lets you jump into this world of charity and giving and kindness mm-hmm. without having to rack your brain every night and come up with creative ideas. And it's just kind of an all-access pass into kindness without having to do too much work. Right. I actually really tuned into the fact uh, you're talking about on one of these cards, donate the toys you've outgrown to a local toy drive. They will be new to someone else. I mean, I've been going through things, and my younger daughter said, they're not, you have to, there's a book she's reading, um, the, um, what is it, The Art of Tidying Up? I'm blanking. Oh, yeah. Okay. Life t- Life-changing magic, magic of tidying up. Right. So she says, yeah. if this doesn't bring you joy, you need to get rid of it. And so... I was thinking, oh, look at all these great things that my kids have outgrown. Let's give them to someone else and make them happy, you know. So I've been going around the house, and I think this is a fantastic way to, you know, bring joy to someone else. Definitely, and we, I think we forget sometimes you you have things in your house that you don't even use or they're in piles, and you forget that they still hold quite a value and they could for someone else, and it's amazing how kids packaging up their old toys and bringing them you know, to a toy drive, Mm -hmm. once they see and think about, you know, well, there are other kids who don't receive toys for Christmas or, you know, they don't have new things around the holidays or, or all year. It's fun to see them really think about that and know that, you know, how lucky they are and how much they would love to share their things with someone else. Right, right. And I think it's a nice way to connect uh, with your family as well. Definitely. And again, that's another one of those side effects that we didn't really see coming is everyone that we've heard from it just tells us how much it has re- kind of restructured the way that the entire holiday has gone for them. Right. And I think that's such an amazing thing because there are a lot of these missions and ideas that are very simple for the kids to do on their own. But then there are others that absolutely require cooperation and commitment from everybody in the family. And those are the ones I think that are, are really fun to see kind of spiral down because it brings families closer together in a way that doesn't need to take 10 hours. It can take 10 minutes, but it's just those little daily reminders that you're all part of something together, you know? Yes. Where can people find out more about the book and about you? Uh, Our website, NorthPoleNinjas.com. There's some information there about us and where to find the book. And then we're also asking people if they do use social media to use the hashtag NorthPoleNinjas just so we can, it's really fun to follow along and hear people's stories about how they've used it and how their kids have reacted to it. I love it. Are there things that you're planning for other holidays as well, or is this um, the start of just holiday theme things? 
I think so. I think we have a lot of irons in the fire, and we have a lot of ideas. And our our biggest hope for this whole project is just that it's something that extends far beyond the holidays. I think our world needs kindness right now in a way that it has never needed it before. And so the further into the year and and make this a year-round thing we can get is that's our that's our hope and that's our dream is to make this something that that teaches you how to relook at the world and and see it in a different light than maybe you have before. That's perfect. Perfect. I want to thank both of you for calling in and I really enjoyed the book. It's so adorable. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. And happy really holidays. appreciate the support. Sure, sure and happy holidays. Yeah, thank happy you, holidays you too. To you. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was Tyler Not Gregson and Sarah Linden calling in to talk about their collaborative effort, Ninjas North Pole. Uh, I'm not see. I'm not saying it right. North Pole Ninjas. And uh, if you want to find out more about it, uh, you can visit my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And that's a wrap for me. Standing by to take over Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. And he is standing by in the house, uh, ready to go. So if you want to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at org. Have a great Monday, everybody, and I will be back next week.